Hello! Welcome to Bus Tickets. My name is Nathan Clausen. Whether you're buying a bus ticket into war-torn Eastern Europe, or working a job, raising kids, and paying bills, each moment is an opportunity to live from our fullest self, to lean into our unique path to coming alive, an opportunity to offer our unique contribution to the world around us. In the words of Marianne Williamson, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. And as we let our own light shine, we consciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. This podcast is my commitment to stepping out of fear and living from my fullest self. So this podcast is for me but it is also an invitation for you to do the same and for us to do it together. I believe it's in community that we see the most transformation, buying bus tickets together. Let's jump into our next bus tickets moment. Okay, welcome to episode two of the Bus Tickets podcast. I am so glad that you're here today. Well, if you listen to episode one, the bus tickets genesis story, you heard about my three-day adventure into the militarized zone, which was Kosovo. How I bought my bus ticket and navigated the armed border, assisted by some complete strangers, delivering aid to that family in the village. That story is only one of many examples from that chapter of my life, of living dialed into my inner compass. And no doubt, it was a remarkable experience for me a journey that I am so thankful that I had a chance to go on. But that was 20 years ago. And if the only stories I can share about living from my center are from 20 years back, well, I'm living in the past. A lot has happened in my life between that chapter and now. A lot of great joys and great milestones, but also some pain and disappointment and wounding. Things that have caused my sense of inner compass to dim to be covered over. I'll share some of that in this episode. But over the past few years, I have experienced a coming alive to myself, a deep inner transformation. It has set me on the path to living again more fully, to seeing more clearly about my unique contribution to the world, and beginning to act more in alignment with it. What I'm going to share over the next two episodes is my personal journey from these past few years. But more specifically, I want to highlight a handful of key elements to this inner transformation that I've experienced from the work that I have done on and for myself. Insights I hope you will find helpful as well. There are some tangible things that we can do to shed the baggage from our past and move more fully into the chapter that we are writing right now. The other reason I want to start with this insight, this backdrop, is context. As I introduced guest discussions on the podcast, you will hear a number of these key elements popping up from time to time in our conversations. So let me start with a quick overview, and then I'll share them more fully in the context of my own personal story. As you'll see, they all ended up starting with the letter C, which does make them easier to remember. At least for me it does. So the first element is crisis or circumstances. I'll share the triggering event that pushed me into my moment of decision that I needed to change and onto the growth path that I am on now. The second is commitment. 
a resolution to turn toward change for good. There were a few key commitments I made early on, and I'll share those shortly. The third is consistency. Actually, the third is habits, but habits wasn't as easy to remember as consistency. There were a few key habits I built, including a cornerstone habit, which I'll share. The fourth element is compassion. Learning to approach myself with more of it and seeing that spill into my relationships with others. The fifth element is curiosity. Learning to approach my thoughts, my emotions, my wounded parts differently with curiosity instead of trying to push them away. The sixth element is community. There are a number of different groups of people in my life that have significantly shaped this journey of inner transformation for me, and some of them will be guests on this podcast. There are more themes and insights that I have experienced on this inner transformation journey, and those will surely come out in upcoming episodes. But the six I've just shared stand out as the foundational elements to this coming alive experience. They have been the gateway, call it, to me shedding some old ways of believing and learning to connect with and live more freely from my center and stepping into bus ticket moments in my current story, not just 20 years ago standing at a bus station in Sofia, Bulgaria. Okay, so let me dig into these a bit further. As I mentioned earlier, if all I had was that story from 20 years ago, something would be missing, and something was missing. Right around the time of my bus ticket's journey into Kosovo, I experienced some very deep hurt and disappointment, and I went into a deep depression at that time of my life. It caused me to really question my value, my calling, so to speak, and I experienced a lot of shame in that season of my life. Still, some amazing things came into my life. Getting married to the amazing human who is my wife. Receiving three beautiful daughters into our home. Figuring out where we would ultimately raise our family. And my professional path was unfolding as well. I gained valuable experience in a number of business areas and industries, ultimately culminating in leadership around continuous improvement, change management, and organizational transformation. Work that I have very much enjoyed and I still very much enjoy doing. But something was missing. To the outside world, I likely seemed fairly successful, bringing positive impact to those that I led and those that I worked with and seeing promotion and increased leadership opportunity and influence. But on the inside, in my deepest place, I was shut down, emotionally and psychologically. For many years, this contributed to me laying awake at night wondering, what is this all about? Why am I here? What is the purpose of this life that I'm living? That subtle cloak of depression wasn't visible to many, but it was having a significant impact on my most important relationship with my wife. 15 years of going around the same mountain, seeing those shut down patterns undermining our connection and causing deep pain and having the same conversations about it. So after another pain-filled conversation about how my inner state was affecting our relationship, we came to the edge. In that moment, I saw clearly that if I did not do something different this time, I would lose everything I loved, and cause even more pain in the process. I don't know why that time was different, that moment, but it was. And this is where my latest bus tickets chapter began, in that moment of decision. Like at the bus station, back in Sofia, Bulgaria, I had a decision to make. 
My current journey to coming alive to myself began with a commitment. It wasn't a commitment to change, per se, because honestly I had no clue what it was inside myself that was causing me to act the way I did, keeping me at an emotional distance from my wife. When I tried to look into that part of me, all I saw was a black abyss. And when I considered venturing into that darkness, some part of me would literally yell inside, do not go in there. If you go in there, you will die. It felt very real to me, which is why I had not gone very far into that space before. That voice was very strong in me. But this time I had a very real decision in front of me. Face my inner abyss, or face the very real possibility of being alone, and causing even more hurt. And this time I chose the former. My commitment wasn't to change, that felt too overwhelming. All I could muster was a commitment to be willing to change. I told this to my wife, and to be honest, she didn't really believe me. She had been around this same cycle for years, and frankly, I didn't blame her. I acknowledged the fact that it might be too late for our marriage, the implications of which were excruciating to me. But either way, the best path forward for me, for us, and for our family was for me to turn toward the dark corners of my inner self, whatever that would bring. So my commitment to be willing to change was enough to start me on this current bus tickets journey. I had no idea how or what needed to change inside of myself. Now for some context, I have been on a personal growth journey pretty much all of my life, going all the way back to my teenage years and before, seeking out insights to help me grow personally and later in my career, how to help organizations grow. It's what's led me into the work I do professionally now. But this layer of myself seemed invisible, very impacting on me and those I loved, but invisible. So I started with the one area I knew I needed to change, which was my physical health. I wasn't in terrible shape, but I hadn't been caring for my health actively. So I started to learn and make small changes to my diet. That was the habit I started with. Another very important step in my early coming alive season was a commitment to go to the gym. Nothing glamorous, nothing grandiose, that was too overwhelming. I made a commitment to myself to get up a bit earlier each weekday morning and go to the little gym at my workplace. I committed to getting on the treadmill and walking for 20 minutes. No faster than walking and no more than 20 minutes. I didn't give myself the option of, say, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or twice a week, you pick which days, anything like that. It was easier if I didn't allow space for those kinds of inner negotiations. So every morning I started getting up an hour earlier, grabbing my workout bag that I had put by the front door and heading to the gym. And I would get on the treadmill in those early hours and walk for 20 minutes. That became my cornerstone habit. The physical exercise motivated me to eat better, or I would feel the effects of poor diet throughout my day. My treadmill habit was also key to succeeding at the next important commitment that I made at that time. I made the commitment to invite fresh insight into myself. I didn't really know where to start on this front, but I made the commitment to be open. What I knew and what I believed had gotten me to that point, and I knew I hoped there was other insight out there to help me navigate differently going forward. I just didn't know what it was. So I committed to being open to new insight. And what unfolded next was quite remarkable. 
Just as I was starting my morning treadmill sessions, we were out for dinner with friends and I got a recommendation. Have you heard of Michael Singer? You have to read his book, The Untethered Soul. So I bought the audio version and I plugged into Michael Singer's insights on the treadmill. A couple notable things happened from those early 20 minute workouts. Number one, I got stronger physically. My walking eventually turned into jogging as I pushed a little at a time how far I could get in 20 minutes. And then some sprinting mixed in and my cardio capacity increased. But number two, I was building inner muscles as well. 20 minute doses of the untethered soul allowed me to listen and re-listen to the amazing insights I got from it. That insight started to sink in as I sat with it and started to practice it. I could see growth happening inside of myself, learning to be more aware of my thoughts, of my feelings, separating myself from them so that I could see them, and developing my inner observer. At that point, I realized that the fear that I had allowed to keep my dark corners locked away wasn't actually a brick wall to my inner self. It was a veil. And when I made that very first commitment to be willing to change, to face what was going on inside of me, I stepped through the veil. And contrary to that voice that I had listened to for so long, I didn't die. Quite the opposite, actually. I saw hope that I could get free from my old patterns, my old thinking, and the circumstances that had shaped them. I finished The Untethered Soul and I moved on to other insights from many sources, from books, podcasts, you name it. Layers of insight on many subjects that have deeply resonated with me as the universal wisdom that they are. So the first three elements to my inner transformation were crisis or circumstance, commitment, and consistency, or habits. In the next episode, I'll dig into the other key elements that I mentioned at the start. Compassion, curiosity, and community. But for now, some closing thoughts to this point. Often there is a circumstance or set of circumstances that shine a light on our need to change, for something to change. That shine a light on the fact that we're stuck in some way and that we need to grow. That discomfort is not a bad thing. It's like when you get a sliver or a thorn in your finger. That pain is telling you something is not right and it needs your attention. When thinking about personal growth, it doesn't have to be massive transformational steps. In my experience, the most enduring change is based in small commitments. But starting with a commitment is key. Not a commitment to someone else that you will change or grow. A commitment to yourself first. That you are worth it to see growth in yourself. Even if all you can muster is a commitment to be willing. There's actually one more C that fits in at this point. It's courage. It takes courage to honestly look at where we are at and to sit with it long enough to see something that needs to change. It takes courage to take small steps toward that change. But in my experience, it is so worth it. And it is in you, one small step, it is in you to do. So let me leave you with a few questions as we close. Number one, is there a circumstance or prompt in your life right now that is highlighting an opportunity for you to grow? If there is, I encourage you don't stuff it. Write it down. Sit with it for a moment. It's a friend to you, not a foe. Number two, what is one small commitment you can muster to turn toward this opportunity? I encourage you to write that down as well. 
And number three, is there a habit that you can begin to take small steps toward forming that can help give you some lift in this area? Thanks for listening today. I hope today's episode has encouraged you to step out in your own bus ticket journey of living from your fullest self and watching what happens. If you haven't already, or have and want to again, you can share your power with the Bus Tickets podcast and its mission to encourage and empower others, whether through the podcast platform you listen to, or through LinkedIn or Facebook, where I post episodes, or by good old word of mouth. That works too. And if you're listening through Apple Podcasts, please take a minute or two to leave me a rating and a comment. It just takes a few seconds to share with others or leave a rating, but both will go a long way to help get this message out. So thank you. Together doing small acts, we can have a massive impact on the world we engage each day. So thank you again for listening today.